how to find your next step. So here's the second lesson in our week-long series about building a better career. After we're done, Cal Newport and I will open our course Top Performer for a new session. Be sure to check out the first lesson in case you missed it. The first two weeks of Top Performer are centered on doing research. This might seem like a funny place to start a career course. Shouldn't we be polishing our resumes or going to networking events? Our earliest sessions of Top Performer made the mistake of skipping over research. We assumed most people already knew what they needed to do to improve, and so we focused on how they could create deliberate practice projects to actually get better at it. Boy, were we wrong. It turns out that the obstacle facing most people wasn't about how to practice efficiently, said it was the difficulty of not even knowing what they needed to get good at. Struggles here came in three different types. The first group were people who had no idea what they should be working on or had the unhelpfully broad everything in their lists of skills they needed to improve. The second group had a clear idea of what they wanted to improve, except it often wasn't closely related to career capital. Remember, in order to be career capital, the skill has to improve the value of your work in a way that is observable and cared by the people who pay you. Everything else is just invisible. Unfortunately, many early students focused on projects that they found interesting, even if the contribution to career capital was somewhat questionable. The third group had no idea even what kind of career they wanted, so narrowing down a useful skill was impossible. The power of doing good research. Knowing how to do good research solves all three of these problems. Research helps you clue in on which skills are emphasized by people who have gone ahead in their career. By synchronizing with the skills of top performers you care about, you can avoid misplaced efforts and skills that are either irrelevant or don't contribute much career capital. Research can also be a starting point to recognizing what kind of career you want in the first place. The problem with most people is that they don't know what they want to pursue because they haven't encountered a compelling vision for what their career could be like. The only solution here is to find people adjacent to you in career capital and see what kinds of careers they have, and this helps you figure out which direction you'd like to pursue. How to do good research. So, if research is very important, how do you actually do it? Well, the simple answer is that you find people two to three steps ahead of you in their careers, and you sit them down, and you ask them what they did. Not what they think works, not for advice, but what they actually did. This process of asking questions helps you chart out their career trajectory. It doesn't tell you directly which skills are responsible, but it helps you observe the pathway people followed so you can find a way onto it yourself. Now, one interview alone doesn't usually say much, but if you do three, five, or a dozen, you start to notice patterns. Not only the path that people follow, but what they fixate on. Generally, it's the stuff top performers find obvious that is the most useful thing to you. And the opinions that you want to get their soapbox for is not going to be as helpful, since it's the obvious things that are certain, whereas the soapbox opinions about what the kids these days should be doing is probably the stuff that's more contentious. In Top Performer, we go into a lot more detail about how to do research, including detailed lessons on how to find people to interview, how to extract the most useful advice from them, and if you're serious about your career, it's worth time to do this properly. Today's homework. Before you can find someone to interview, it helps to identify your next step. 
What would a person two to three steps ahead of you in your current career position look like? Write down your answer in the comments attached to the essay with this particular episode and let us know. Now, a few tips on this. First, it's two to three steps away, not 20. Best-selling author when you haven't published a single essay is too far away. Second, the person should be in your career trajectory, broadly speaking. Picking someone who is generally famous or important isn't nearly as useful as picking someone who is a bit more advanced than you are, but they are in your specific area. Third, if you're thinking of completely switching fields or you aren't sure where to work at all, look for people who have gotten a foothold into the career you're interested in rather than at the top. Since that will be your first step anyways, they'll be more relevant for advice. In the next lesson, I'll talk about the science behind deliberate practice, why improvement typically stagnates for skills and what you can do about it. On Monday, Cal Newport and I will be opening Top Performer for a new session. Thanks for listening to this episode. More episodes like this can be found by searching for Scott Young Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and on most other podcasting apps available on your smartphone. If you've enjoyed this episode, please consider rating my show as it helps other people find out about it. More of my work can be found on my website at scotthyoung.com.